Welcome back to your favorite wellness duo here on the Shaping Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Costa, and I am once again joined by Trent Larrabee. Trent, welcome. How you doing? Great to be back. Great to be back, Stephanie. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this episode. I know. I say it every time. I'm excited, but not going to lie, like I get pumped, especially when I'm doing it with you. I think it's just super fun, and it's cool to hear a different perspective. Um, But today, like we mentioned in previous episodes, we're going to be talking about sunlight. And I think that this seems to be a topic that you really want to bring to light. Mm. No pun intended. (laughs) But explain... Who who wrote that joke for you? Me. Oh. (laughs) And explain... You got good writers. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Explain, you know, how important sunlight is, not only just for you, but really like go into the effects of how it had like what it does to your internal being too um i think we all know this i love sun i love summer the second it gets you know above 50 degrees you'll catch me outside all the time i think i can say the same thing mm-hmm. for you we live at our on coast um so yeah go for it start us off let's get into it i can't get enough i can't get enough sunlight i just love it feels so good especially here in new england with the long winters you know, it's just, it's the best feeling. Oh man, I don't even know where to begin. It's just, there's, there's just so much and the sun is so good for us. So let me dispel the myth that the sun is our enemy mm. or that we need to be afraid of the sun. Everyone wants to know if the sun causes skin cancer, which I cannot speculate on and personally have not really researched that topic. My hunch is that sunscreen has a lot more to do with cancer of the skin than the sun does. Mm. That being said, uh, you're not supposed to be getting sunburned all the time. Um, I'm sure we'll touch onto some of that stuff, but why I say that right from the jump is because sunlight literally is responsible for your nervous system and like endocrine system in your body, which are like the essential body systems that operate everything else mm-hmm. um i love to refer people to books so the book is light medicine of the future by jacob uh lieberman um and this book was incredible um and really turned me on to a lot of stuff that i was already sort of intuitively aware of and in the health and wellness space sunlight comes up a lot mm-hmm. about being really important um one thing i heard early on in my journey was uh that everything you eat is a form of sunlight um which is true and literally look around you right now everything here is only here because of sunlight because ultimately that's where all the energy comes from and it is the life-giving source of the planet so that fact alone is why I question or sort of have turned against anything that would have me believe that the sun is bad. Mm. Um, so right away, you know, the fact that a plant can even photosynthesize and turn sunlight into food and energy for us um, is just incredible. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, that it almost... It sounds kind of cliche to say, but it, it really can't be overstated, like how how incredible that is. So, you know, what you're putting in your body is sunlight. So how many steps removed from sunlight 
do you want your food to be? You eat a fresh salad, mm -hmm. that's basically eating sunlight. Mm -hmm. You eat, you know, something that was, um, you know, mashed, pulverized, combined, frozen, thawed, packaged, whatever, like that's several steps removed from the sun. Mm hmm and therefore is going to have a much lower nutritional value because there's nothing more nutritious than sunlight. Mm -hmm. I mean, it literally, it literally gives light and life to the planet. Um, and I would even argue so far as that the, the sun is conscious and that's kind of a, that gets down a different hole. But um, <clears throat> so do you know how much of the visible light spectrum, or I should say, how much of the light spectrum we can perceive through visible light? I want to say it's not a lot. It's definitely not a lot. Yeah. So have you seen those charts where it's kind of like gamma rays, x-rays, yes. and it goes through? Yep. It? So we see, uh, I believe it's 0.0035% oh of the visible light spectrum. Yeah. Or I should, of the light spectrum. That's 0.0035% is what we see as visible light. Okay, what the heck else is being communicated in that other 99%? Mm. Because I know they show there's images out there like renderings of like what an insect sees when it looks at a flower and it's this insanely vibrant mm -hmm. thing. And um, we, 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 uh, we are mistaken in thinking that Light is only to see. Um, it does way more than that. And our eyeballs are not just for absorbing light so that we can see. Our, our eyeballs are literally connected to like the most primitive parts of our brain. And the sunlight stimulates that. And it turns on all these processes that allow us to um, have normal uh, nervous system responses, you know, keeps our fight or flight in check it mm -hmm. it stimulates all the hormones in your body um to do all the things that it needs to do so i guess you know we could talk about how to kind of safely expose yourself to the sun or if you're someone who's been using sunscreen for many many years how to sort of break that habit and i'm not saying that you just never use sunscreen again but that uh you know, there, there are methods to kind of like wean yourself off that and actually experience the sunlight for what it's supposed to be, mm. which is this super healing, nutritious um, resource that we have access to every day. Even if it's cloudy, you still... Oh, yeah. You know, cloud burn. That's what some people call it. Cloud we, burn. You know, yeah. Because um, you can still get the sun. And I also just... Sorry to interrupt yeah, really ahead. quick, but... I think, too, the type of sunscreen that you have, you know, um, I don't always put it on. I maybe will put it on once for the whole day and I won't reapply. And it's when I first go out. But I get like a very, very clean sunscreen mm -hmm. that I'm putting on my body. Yeah. Um, and I think that that has a role in this whole like skin cancer thing, too, like you mentioned in the beginning. Um, so, again, we're not saying like, you know, just go We're out not, and roast for eight no, hours, right. you know, <laughs> no. but just no, be aware. And, and, and the, the, the whole concept of, of SPF is like, that's not just limited to, to sunscreens that are manufactured. Foods have SPF. Coconut oil has SPF. Mm -hmm. 
you can rub that, you know, it's low. Coconut oil might be like a three or a five SPF, but it's there. So you, you could argue that, you know, by getting certain, um, certain foods in you that you're going to be more resistant to the harmful effects of UV radiation yep. uh, of sunlight. So I think for me, what, what I've noticed is it's not necessarily um, that like I don't burn. Like I'll still burn if I'm out there long enough. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's how my body can can sort of heal itself from like what in quotes would be my sunburn. Mm-hmm. Um, where if, if you're not paying attention to what you're putting in your body, uh, first of all, like you're not going to have a good reaction in the sun you need antioxidants you need certain types of foods there was a um when i got really into i'm still really into ancient ancient egypt and there's this book called um serpent in the sky by john anthony west and if anyone's interested in ancient civ or egyptians you got to look up john anthony west but he there's there's a passage in the book where he talks about um the egyptians had this uh root that they would eat. It was like a weed that grew native to the, the Delta, the, the Nile uh, Delta region. Um, and they would chew on this root and cause it prevented them from getting burned in the sun when, you know, it's when they out in the sun all day. I mean, I don't think getting off topic, but it wasn't always a desert over there, but I'm sure that there was a time when people were living there when it was a desert and they were, and they were eating this root and, um, turns out that that root has one of like the highest um compounds or it it uh produces melanin when you eat it Mm. so that's like the the chemical or the i don't know exactly what it is but that's what you know we when we tan you know it's melanin like act getting activated in, in your skin so how did they know that First of all, yeah. Maybe they maybe they dreamed it. Maybe they had psychic visions that told them that root, or maybe they just were like, "Hey, this plant grows in like plain sunlight, like in dry desert sunlight, like all day long. Maybe if we eat it, like it'll protect us from the sun." Um, but, anyways, to get back to just the the concept of the sun being your friend is like it it stimulates all these aspects of your circadian rhythm and the circadian rhythm is just the i think uh you know it's something you learn about in like sixth grade science Mm -hmm. and then kind of forget about but it's the it's the rhythm of the sun it's the rhythm of nature it's what it's what balances everything every every living being like you don't see animals you know napping really you know, they're up in the morning, they do their work all day and they, and they go to sleep at night and mm-hmm. they have no problem doing that. They have boundless energy mm-hmm. all day. Well, why can't we have that? Well, right. We should have that. We're supposed to have that. And sunlight is is sort of, you know, you pr- got to prioritize your sleep. But if you're having problems with sleep, you need to expose yourself to morning light. <laughs> and I know it sounds counterintuitive, but you need to go find the sunrise if you can but as early as you can get out in the sunlight and face east and, and get those early rays because that's going to tell your body that that has information in it and it's telling your body like it's morning time let's wake up let's get everything our nervous system our endocrine system let's get everything going um and then you know at sunset 
you know, you want to, well, we'll stick on sunrise for, for, for a moment, but you know, that's like that, that as much as I can is something that I, I it's like a non-negotiable, like in my health, it's like morning sunlight, like even in the winter time, mm. um, to, to try to stay in check with the sunlight as much as I can. Um, if you have any comments, I, I don't really know where, like where, where to go. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think it's something that people aren't probably aware of a lot of the stuff you just t- touched upon yeah. and how deep sunlight can go for you. Um, I, I just kind of question, you know, cause there are, like you said, there are these, you know, stigmas out there and these people who really do believe like especially really fair-skinned people that sun is a harmful thing um what would be something that you know you would say to maybe change their mindset a little bit i know you just kind of touched upon a little bit of those things but what's something that you think you know hey i understand what how you're feeling but yeah i mean so it's I think it's it's kind of a combination of just limiting your exposure and then doing all the holistic things you can to to improve your body's resistance to the sunlight. So we talked about high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that didn't check that episode, we talked about, and you can go, go listen to the episode, but high fructose corn syrup basically ruins your body's ability to process vitamin D effectively. So right off the bat, if your diet's bad, you're not going to be able to handle the sun. And something I just want to say on that too, I personally, and I'm sure you maybe feel this way too, but when you do have something that's very fresh, like locally grown, organic, whatever it is, you feel great oh, after you, feel you have that. Like it's not like yeah. you're like, oof, I am slugged down, you know? Like you are like, oh my God, that not only did it taste amazing, but I feel really good and energized. Yeah. Where Let's say you go and you have a bunch of chicken wings and burgers. You're going to be like, whew, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the concept It's the concept of, of eating like live food. Yeah. And eating food that has life force in it. And, you know, in summertime when we're eating burgers and dogs and drinking beer during the day, well, how is that going to bode for your ability to – to withstand the Mm -hmm. intensity of the sun. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to start early. Um, You got to, you got to definitely get out there in March and start exposing yourself and expose as much of your body as you feel comfortable exposing. Um, Start with 15 minutes. Mm. Uh, Even in the, even in the height of summer, it's very unlikely that anyone will burn in in 15 minutes. Although I guess if you're extremely fair skinned, I shouldn't say that, but you know, if you're taking care of your what you're putting in through foods, antioxidant-rich foods, and trying to get rid of that processed stuff, the toxins, the, the, the high fructose corn syrup, um, you know these living foods that you just mentioned. If you're eating local organic food, you should be also exposing yourself to to sunlight. Yeah, why not? Uh, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess from my experience. Because when I sort of came around on the sunscreen thing and, and realized, like, it doesn't really make sense to put this layer of protection on my body. I, I want to feel what the sun can provide for me. So, yeah, the diet's a huge thing. L- limiting your exposure and, and weaning into that. Um, I remember starting, I would just 
like in as early as like March, even February, if you get like a good day, mm-hmm. man, if anytime I can get out there between noon and, and two o'clock in that early springtime, yeah, literally just lay, if I can stand it, take my shirt off, you know, if it's not too cold and just get as much as I can, as often as I can. And you'd be surprised by the time May rolls around and the sun starts getting a little more intense, you got that little base layer going and, and you kind of build off that. And I think I can only get so like tan. I, I think there's there's only like so dark like I can get. Hmm. But I don't necessarily think that there's a equivalency between how dark you are and, and how much like sun you can withstand because I feel like even if I feel like I'm at my tannest I can still take a lot of sun even if it's not making me like darker yeah um I understand that but but yeah basically just comes down to just easing yourself into it and just get you know eliminate this stigma um that the sun is bad and you need sunscreen anytime you go out and there may be dermatologists out there like going crazy but Mm -hmm. I would even challenge them on, on like some of that stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, how much of the holistic view are, are you taking? Because yeah. you may say, yeah, you got to wear sunscreen every time you get exposure. But I just don't think that's true if your diet's clean. Um, well, I've seen it too. I think I mentioned this to you a couple weeks ago that, you know, Tyler had would get really, really, really burnt really easily. And it would be like a nasty burn you know peeling for weeks and it just like so red and painful and that was when we first started dating and you know now you know seven and a half years later I've totally changed his diet for him (laughs) I've introduced a lot more veggies fruits just like good things into his diet and he's taken out a lot of the junk that he used to have all the time and he might get a little toasted you know if one of the first couple times out but it is the next morning, it is good as gold. Like you would never even right. know that he got toasted. And I do think that that has something to do with the increase of the nutrients in mm-hmm. his food. And mm-hmm. I have never really been the type of person to get burnt. I think I'm just like blessed with that skin, luckily. But yeah. um, I definitely notice a difference, you know, when I saw him and I was like, dang, like maybe it is something that I'm putting in my body. Cause it's not like I was applying any more sunscreen. He was applying like 15 times a day and I was putting it on maybe twice. Right. Um, so yeah, it's just cool to think about the internal stuff definitely affects the external, you know, for sure. And I think that's the, you know, that's the trick with a lot of wellness things or, or the trap I should say with a lot of wellness stuff that we all fall into is thinking that, Okay, it's going to be the easiest, most obvious, the easiest, most obvious protection sort of like is the solution. Mm. So like, I'm just going to put sunscreen on and then I'm good. Yeah. Well, if you start going deeper than that, you kind of, again, light medicine of the future, like check out that book if you're interested in this stuff, because it's going to blow your mind when you start realizing how important sunlight is for our, um, for our bodily systems. And, um. Yeah, like you said about Tyler, like it's it's not that he he might not still get a little red or mm-hmm. there may still be damage happening. I'm not going to deny that that but your body's ability to just heal from it and Recover. come come right back from it. Yeah. Cuz like I remember times when I would get I mean I remember the worst sunburn I ever had in my life, which was at the lake. I just was out on on the the raft Loose Island for probably like 3 hours. Mm. The next day I mean, yeah. by the time nighttime rolled around, I was I it. was hurting, and I had to work in the kitchen then. And 
oh my God, bending over with the hot grill behind me. And yeah. I was suffering. And I told myself, I'm never getting burned again. Yeah. <laughs> I pretty much haven't. Yeah. And, you know, for a while there, the sunscreen was a solution. But when I started getting into all this wellness stuff and, you know, I just started thinking like, it doesn't really make sense that the sun would be something to fear. Mm. When it's yeah, just it's so a natural source of yeah, energy. It's just so important for literally everything on the planet. Um, I'm curious to know what your take is on, you know, a lot of people suffer from seasonal depression. Mm. And oh, yeah. um, a lot of people I know will bring like a light into their room. I don't I don't know what it's called. Like, like a red light. No, right? just like like a a light. And it's not like a lamp, you know, like it's this light that like uh, essentially resembles, quote unquote, the sun. So it gives you that like feeling of... Resembles the sun? I don't want to say resemble, but like... Or, or emits, because they do maybe, make like... Maybe that, like it makes you feel like you're in front of the sun or you're getting that sunlight when it's middle of December and it's completely blackout. I think there's something to that. I've never used one of those, but yeah. I've seen those products and people that I trust, I've seen kind of advertise those products as being like a kind of like a, it's obviously no replacement for sunlight, but it's a yeah. bandaid for those times when you don't have access to it. Um, and I definitely think seasonal depression is, is a real, is oh, a, yeah. it's totally a real thing. I mean, I, yeah. def, I definitely feel it. Same. Um, I miss the sun when it's gone, like dearly. Even even now, like when it's, I get so bummed out when we get days of rain in a row. Mm-hmm. So we only get so much sunlight, mm-hmm. you know, warm sunlight. Warm here. days, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what any of those devices are called, but I I, I think I think if anyone's using one, um, you know, you got to do some research on what kind of UV or what kind of like light it's emitting, mm. um, because I think there are some specific bands of light that you want to get to to handle that um and who knows it could even be placebo for some people which mm-hmm. there's totally value in um mm-hmm. but uh yeah i've looked into those My, i actually got one i've oh, never okay. I, I never used it but i got one as a gift because i was just like oh i love the yeah, sun yeah. like when I went to a different job i said i wanted to bring the outside in and like mm. i wanted to have a bunch of plants i just wanted to be like super Mm-hmm. you know chill and so one of my friends got me a heater because i'm always cold mm-hmm. and got me like one of those sunlight things and mm-hmm. i was like oh thanks and i never ended up using it but because i was luckily in a room with a bunch of windows so i got mm-hmm. the natural but i have it and i'm never i just i'm curious like maybe i'll plug it in one day <laughs> yeah. come you know not now when it's yeah. nice out but come towards the fall and the winter when it does become kind of gross out yeah see if it, see if it affects see if it has me any effect yeah in a positive for sh- way for sure I, I think yeah sunlight's got a huge thing on mood i mean you know we another crisis facing us you know the the mental health crisis that oh, is huge. facing us and i think again I, i'm not discounting anyone's mental illness but i think there's a huge number of people and even if you have a serious kind of like you know case of depression or you know you, the sunlight's gonna gonna help no matter what mm-hmm. and it may not help immediately and that may have to do with what you're putting your body and i don't know maybe if you're taking pharmaceuticals those are there's a toxicity factor there that may be affecting your body's ability to to get the light but i i think it's just you know we again trying to find the easy solution you know trying to find the pill the quick the, fix the, the, quick fix that's yeah. gonna solve it and and really like it's 
you got to get down with nature. You got to get in the rhythm of nature. You got to, you got to try to get with the sunrise and the sunset and align yourself to the sun. Um, I know that's a, I, I, as someone who doesn't really experience any type of like depression, like anxiety, yeah, it's tough to talk really, about. it's tough to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I just, even, even from my own baseline, I felt it increase by taking these measures and, you know, f- really focusing on what I'm putting in and, and the sunlight I'm getting. So I got to imagine it's just true for other people as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I cringe a little bit at people who use sunscreen and then are kind of sitting in the shade or not really like, I think you just, you want to be careful with that stuff. Like if I go to Florida in March, you know, and I'm pale and I haven't had any sunlight exposure for three, four months. Yeah. You better believe I'm putting some sunscreen on. Right. Um, but I'm also just trying to limit my exposure and just, you know, get out there for yeah. 10, 15 minutes at a time. Be duck, cautious of Duck it. back in the shade. Yeah. Um, and you can do that here too. And, and, and it's just... Uh, and I think even just being outside, you know, even, you know, like let's say you're out in the sun for 30, 40 minutes, and then you do decide to go in the shade for a little bit. The fact that you're surrounded by the sun still and you're outside getting the fresh air, like mm-hmm. that is great on its own too. For sure. You know, so... You don't necessarily just sit in the sun for eight hours every day. Like, that's just ridiculous. But I think it's just good to be outside, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally good to be yeah. outside. Um, they, they've done ex- – and he talks about it in this book, again, Light Medicine of the Future. And, um, you know, where they do – they've done experiments on people uh, where they've deprived them of light. You know, and the, the results are about what you would imagine. Mm. Um. And I, I, I feel kind of bad maybe saying what they are. I'd refer anyone to the book, but um, it's just you kind of just see it. Once you, once you, I think, start accepting the reality that the sun's not your enemy and if you really get yourself to the point where you're getting the exposure but limiting yourself and and feeling what your tolerance is, you, you could start to feel what your tolerance is. Really, just when your skin starts getting hot, that's your sign. Mm-hmm. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, yeah, you gotta you gotta limit your exposure. You gotta wean yourself in, but you gotta make sure you're putting good stuff in your body. Because if you're chasing down, you know, burgers and dogs with beer, that's yeah, that, a recipe for disaster. That's a recipe for for not. <laughs> yeah for for not enjoying the sun um yeah to the way that you should be and could be yeah i i think what a lot of this boils down to and i don't know how much more we're going to kind of go on this one but you know it it comes down to that the deeper level of the circadian rhythm and the hypothalamus in particular being stimulated by sunlight and the hypothalamus being the gland that's responsible for um like regulating everything in your body. Um, so it's just like the sun is your friend. Yeah. <laughs> like the sun is your friend. Yeah, embrace it. Yeah. And try to get out in the morning. And yeah, everyone loves watching a sunset. Why? Hmm. Why? Not because it's beautiful, but because there's information in those sun rays. When you're staring at the sun like that, there's information 
in that light that's making you feel good. And there's similar information in a sunset. And uh, there's similar information in the middle of the day. You just can't stare at it. Right. Um, so again, <laughs> 0.0035% of the light that hits the earth, we actually see. Yeah. So Nothing. just makes you wonder what else is out there. And I kind of want to just touch real quick on a few years ago, I went down to see the eclipse, <clears throat> the solar eclipse. <clears throat> and uh, you, what you want, you need to see the totality, which is where the, there's a total eclipse and you can actually look at yep. the eclipse with, with naked eyes. And what's so interesting is that, you know, 10, 15 minutes before it happens, when it starts getting dark, and it's not just like it gets dark at night. It's a different kind of darkness. And I would encourage anyone to go get the next eclipse is next year, by the way. It's going to touch down in the United States. And so I'm definitely going to be there. But all the nature reacts immediately to the like they're not. I don't know if they are tricked by it, but they they know that the sunlight's changing and they all go into it like the crickets come out. All mm. the insects go away. Um, it's really eerie, but. You know, nature is just so in tune with the sun. We don't even realize or really appreciate how out of tune we are mm. to it. Um, so, yeah, well, I feel like I've rambled enough. That's okay. No, I mean, I, it's all great points. And I think, you know, this can be motivation for people to maybe get more in touch with it um, yeah. and to make, you know, an active effort to not only get outside more, but to maybe wake up a little bit earlier or set an alarm to get out and get that first, you know, glimpse of the sun and that exposure. Or just set an alarm to make sure you go get some exposure in the middle of the day. Yeah. All these people working from home now. Yeah, get outside. Get do outside a half hour work. As or much walk. as you can, yeah. As yeah. much as you can get away. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think it's super important. I and I you know, now with me working at home, I work out on my porch as much as I can. Yep. Um, because why not? I yep. have, I can, you know, and today actually I don't think I drank enough water and like the sun was getting to me a little bit. Mm. I'm like, Ooh, I am like lightheaded. I oh, think that's, a, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's, yeah. I mean, hydration, I missed that. Super on, important. Super important on, um, yeah. Being able to handle the sun, you got to stay hydrated and a little trick, um, is, is the lemon water. Yeah. Squirt, squirt some lemon in your water because um, that's going to tell your body that there's like nutrients here. Mm -hmm. Instead of just kind of like irrigating yourself, it's it's just like a deeper layer of hydration. So there's a little hydration trick for everyone out there. It's not, it's not just a cliche that we like, you know, cucumber water, lemon water No, it's summer. a cellular level of hydration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually really important. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I chugged a bunch of water when I got in. I yeah. was like, ooh, okay. Like, Feels I feel a little good. bit better now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think this was awesome. Like, I think we dove really deep into it. And I know, like always, we can always continue to go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm curious, you know, for those listening, if you guys ever are experiencing that fear factor that you know trent was mentioning with the sun like question yourself like why where what is that root of that fear mm. you know is it because you've heard something you've read something or is it just really something that you've experienced like where is that fear coming from because with everything that we just went over it to me it's kind of a no-brainer how important it is but just how good it is for you yeah. so 
I just challenge you to kind of just dive into that yourself and really think about you know, the next time you go outside or the next time you plan a vacation somewhere, just think about the sunlight and your exposure to it. Um, but yeah, okay. We're going to wrap it up again. Uh, thank you, Trent. This was thank awesome. You. And we will be back next week with some more good info. See you later. Bye.